Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Willer to Wild and Crazy Guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you. August 23rd, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. Exports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. And for the first time in a long time, we've got TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen all here to start your Monday morning. A new week, the last non-game week for UK football until... A long time, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. We do have a uh, football Saturday, though. It's week zero. Yes, yes. Not not a game week for Kentucky, though. So that's right, that, right. that's what I'm referencing. Our weekends without college football, though, are behind us. They're over, and that is exciting. Justin, I want to know how how the Florida vacation was. Oh, it was amazing. I I needed a break from just life in Indiana and well, Kentucky in that area, to be honest with you. Um, it was awesome, though. I got, I got to eat a lot. I, I played a lot of golf. I relaxed. I'm tan. Life's good. That's great. No no good stories? Um, No, not that I could think of off the top of my head. Now, I, I know I usually bring some pretty electric stories from time to time on this program. But, yeah, tonight, this morning's not one of them. Was it more relaxing? Was it partying? A little bit of both? Um, my f- second night there, it was some partying, and then I promptly got sick, so I decided the rest of the time, no more partying, and I'm just going to relax. You got sick? Right. You got I did. sick or you yeah. got hungover? Oh, I got sick. Like, I was 17 again, boys. Oh, wow. So you yeah. got a little- That's what happens when you go to a little local bar that serves cheap drinks like you're in college again. You, you got wide-eyed and you couldn't you couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. That's all right. At least uh, you know you learned your you learned your lesson and still was were able to enjoy yourself and have a nice trip. Yeah. So for the rest of the time, I I drank moderately and like I said, I played I think forty five holes of golf while we were there. So life is good. Ate some crab. Ate some shrimp. Life's good. Well, it sounds nice. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself and and now you're. You're back as we get closer and closer to the start of the season. Roush, busy weekend. We've got uh, we've got a lot to get to today. Yeah, well, a busy weekend getaway because a lot of things happen once you departed the airwaves. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, missing, you know, Friday show. There, there was a lot to to get to and talk about, and then over the weekend as well. And I am, with the exception of of Lexington trips for. For some catter days, I, I'm I'm home. I, I don't have anything else planned to to leave town for maybe ever. So we'll 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 see how that goes. But for the foreseeable future, I'm back. Went down to uh, Lake Barkley. Luckily, missed all that flooding in in Central Tennessee. Thoughts and prayers with with everybody there. That's uh, that's that's horrible. But we were in Tennessee, just just uh, just into the Tennessee border. And it was a good time. We we enjoyed ourselves and then had to come back Saturday. Had a wedding down by the river on Saturday, and that was a, a really nice time as well. So was there a van down there? Uh, there was, yeah, absolutely. There was a van. 
I heard one of the funniest best man speeches that I've ever heard at that wedding on Saturday night. So that, and, and that's coming from somebody who didn't give like the best, best man speech of all time. I went long. I was just young oh, first wow. time. Yeah. You don't really, you don't really know to go short until you go long. Oh, to the, the wedding I was at Saturday, the best man, it was the shortest. I mean, he, he quite literally said a joke and then said, all right, raise your glasses. And that was it. <laughs> That's all like That's a, you may not that may not even be good in the joke, maybe like even if the joke wasn't great, that's still better than going long. Like even a yeah. bad short speech is better than than going long, even if going long is is good. And uh, unfortunately, I I did just go probably a, a, a smidge too long, but this one was a little long. And the funny thing was it was kind of like a brother situation, so there's two best men. The mm -hmm. older one went, gave a great speech, had a great zinger in it, but the whole thing was like 45 seconds or a minute tops. Like it was, it was pretty short. Uh, it was good. It was like a perfect, you know, perfect best man wedding speech in terms of time. You got in a good dig. Everybody laughed. You said some nice stuff too. Bada boom, bada bing. You're in and you're out. The younger of the brother went second, and he was the one that provided. I, I was like almost tearing up. I was laughing so hard. But the, the, he he probably he had a couple. Um, I wouldn't say that you know. He, I don't know if he had been drinking all day or not, but he he had he had visibly maybe had a a few. And the 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 moral of this story that he was telling was when his older brother would sneak out with his friends or sneak people in to their house. Uh, there was one night that they had snuck people in went upstairs to like go to bed and they were talking about like the night. And I guess the little brother was kind of eavesdropping or overhearing them and then kind of eventually said something and he thought he was going to get in trouble and his bigger brother was going to get mad at him. But he just said that like his bigger brother made him part of the group and whatnot. So that was kind of the gist of the story. Sweet hearted, you know, good story. But the way he told it was along the lines of like, so they had, they had, they had snuck girls in, you know, high school stuff. And they, 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 when they got back up to the room, they were talking about all the stuff they had done. And everybody like started laughing at the venue. Cause he realized he had kind of like slipped up a little bit. And he's like, Oh, there's nothing inappropriate. It was nothing inappropriate, but they were just talking how they got him in the hot tub and like, they'd be, <laughs> and then like he realized he did it again and everybody start cracking up at the wedding. And he's like, I swear it's nothing inappropriate or like, no, they just like his high school boy stuff. Oh, it was good. And then, you know, he kind of kept going and he'd, he'd start each new like story with, yeah, anywho, or anyways, anyways, and he'd go on to the next little point. Uh, it, it was a real gym. It was a gym of a speech. Okay, My, the question I need answered. Did he start his speech saying, for those who don't know me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I don't uh, remember. I don't know if you remember. I cannot that. stand. Like, people, just introduce yourself. You don't have to say for those who don't know me. Just say, hi, I'm Jim. I'm so-and-so's brother. Like, I don't need it for those who don't know me. Of course, there's a lot of people who don't know you. There's people who do know you. You don't introduce yourself to people who don't know me by saying for those who don't know me every single time. It drives me just, oh, it, it, there's nothing I hate more in a best man or bridesmaid speech than the for those who don't know me. Uh, just introduce yourself. Say hi. Maybe Nick, I don't. Nick, I don't want to pick on you on a Monday, but it, that's pretty much the same as you 
telling TJ, TJ, I've got a question for you, and then asking TJ said question as opposed to just asking the question. Well, this is radio. Wow. We're trying to play a little bit of a game here, okay? And that's me buying time while I formulate the question. These are prepared remarks. You, and the thing is that I just don't understand. I don't understand at what point that everybody started just saying that beforehand because that's almost a given in every single speech at a wedding i don't know where it came from but it's like all of us agreed that we're just not going to introduce ourselves anymore we have to say for those who don't know me first roush what if it's a, a little tip of the cap to the office michael scott's wedding speech for those of you who don't know me i'm michael scott phyllis's boss that is that's true he does maybe maybe that's what started it all i i saw a wedding video of somebody who just kind of did all the michael scott intros you know how you have to have a few uh, prepared right right of course yeah yeah, yeah uh, and, that, be ready. and that was one of them that's what i thought you were referencing is for those of you who don't know me uh, in regards to the office but i have noticed people do do that often and most of the time no it's probably not a tip of the cap to the office but i guess it, it hasn't really ever really bothered me as much as as that but make no, no mistake about it though like well i at the end of the day, you want to be entertained. I'm going to remember that speech a lot more than just kind of your run of the mill average speech. So it, right. I was, I, I was really, I was really cracking up. It was uh, just one of those like instances of you probably don't want to talk about other girls at the wedding. Right. Yeah. That's uh, something you shouldn't do. Uh, yeah. Just, just a good idea. Like, Hey, don't bring up his ex-girlfriend, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, stuff, stuff along those lines, but a great but, night, but, a lot of fun. My other question for you too, Terry, is uh, so is the cookie table at the wedding, you just call it a Pittsburgh cookie table because you saw it once in Pittsburgh? No, that the bride was from Pittsburgh, so they had a Pittsburgh cookie table. Yeah, but like that's a thing at, at a lot. Like they. Not, the wedding... like th not like this, though, Roush. I, I get it that there are like dessert tables at weddings. We had a pretzel bar at mine. Uh, and we had a, like a little picture of Stanley next to it. It was it was funny. Uh, and pretzel bar is great, but like this is this is a different scale. I mean, we're talking what, probably two dozen different types of cookies or three dozen well, different types of cookies. So that so that's what it is. It needs to be that many. Like I I was at uh, yes. the wedding this weekend. It had four cupcakes, three different cookies. And uh, there was also like Scotcheroos and Buckeyes, so about ten desserts. Does that does that qualify? That's like that's awesome, and that sounds amazing. But like, no, I'm I'm being serious. There's like twenty four, thirty six different types of like cookies and little mini desserts that they 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 also just have like kind of waffle cookies, like little waffle things that you just picked up and ate. They they had it all. It so it's, that is the the, the difference. Great, it has to be like uh yes. A, like times two or three, which you would normally anticipate. Like a, a gluttonous amount of different types of cookies. Every Just cookie. Unnecessarily. <laughs> and the, the groom even baked like, I think like 300 himself just because he wanted to make some everybody. Yeah. And they were great. He's, he's a phenomenal baker, but uh, that's Pittsburgh's greatest contribution since Heinz is the mm, Pittsburgh, oh, Pittsburgh table. No, Pittsburgh Steelers. Come on. You're not even a Steelers. Yeah. Disrespecting our team, which, Justin, did you watch Big Ben a little yesterday? He looked good. All right, Saturday night? No, I did not watch it, but I did uh, I did see the highlights. He did look good. Was it, it was last, last night? night? No, it was Saturday night. No, or oh, maybe that was just my DVR, but I watched it. Was definitely, I watched his it was drive. definitely Saturday night because I played in the golf scramble on Sunday, and I caught the highlights Sunday morning. 
Oh, gotcha. But either way, uh, man, Big Ben, watch out, NFL. He's back. He's oh. going to be okay. He's going to be okay. He won't be the Big Ben of the past, but he he will be just fine. Oh, trust me. But the one play where he was he was scrambling, like he went left and then turned back. I mean, he was it's like, ooh, Big Ben showing off his fancy feet over here, running around like a wild man. He's trying to keep you on the fan wagon, Nick. <laughs> Justin, how'd you do in the scramble? <laughs> we set a so this is a scramble we've only we've won twice we won the first two years didn't win last year so we come in this year trying to get our title back wait for this we set a record for this scramble 17 pars 17 wow. gosh that that's uh that's pretty similar to the scramble i played in on the bachelor party it was only it was a three-man scramble but we we birdied the first two holes and then we had one more birdie the rest of the way. It was, it, gosh, it was frustrating. So I I can relate. I bet you were very frustrated. We I, I actually wasn't. I I had a lot of fun. I played with my sister and her husband and my dad. So that's a pretty good uh, tandem to play with. But our one birdie actually probably should have been a par two. All three of my teammates went. They putted it because we were off the fringe of the green. They putted it. I chipped it. Made the chip for the birdie. Wow. That's 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 always yeah. That's so always it was great. it was fun yeah. Yeah, it's just the pars are just like man, we're not playing the hole poorly, but we certainly aren't playing it as well as we should to be able to win. So yeah, that was the uh, the first little cutesy fun bachelor party golf scramble that I haven't uh, won in a while. So that was uh, frustrating. I like uh, too that they're a cutesy fun little scramble whenever you lose. But when you no, win, I, you're the greatest champion of the world. No, I mean, like, I, I did not win that big one that we played in that had, like, 48 teams, and I did not win the St. X golf scramble. But, like, these ones on bachelor parties or diaper parties or just friends kind of putting something together that's small, I, I had had a nice little winning record with those. Those, you get it? Yeah, yeah, but I also just wanted to call you out. Approach well, shots in golf really hard. We weren't even close yes. on this one. The winning team was like seven or eight under. So yeah, we we uh, we were nowhere we were nowhere near it. But uh, oh, winning, had a, we had a good time and uh, the Tennessee Golf Trail, which I didn't even know existed. Our uh, winning team yesterday was fourteen under. Um, we also had a team in the tournament that was fourteen over in a scramble. Ooh. Fourteen over. Yeah. Oh my like, gosh, fourteen over. That that's. Usually you quit when you get that bad. Like, you know what? They, like they should get something for their honesty. That's what I would shoot in my normal round, and they put together in a scramble. It's hilarious. Hey, Justin, don't golf shame, buddy. You had seventeen pars. You had seventeen pars in a scramble. <laughs> Set right. the record. There's 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 equal golfer from the talent gap standpoint that are hearing you say that, and they're now they're hearing you talk down to the fourteen over crew. All right. Maybe My apologies, just, fourteen over crew. Maybe they were just they couldn't hit a putt, quite literally. Just couldn't couldn't. couldn't I wanted to get it. in the hole, couldn't get it into the hole. Couldn't uh, hit anything apparently. Yeah, Roush, uh, you, you brought the baby to a wedding while we're kind of talking about our weekends and whatnot. That everything go well with that? Yeah, no, yeah, he was good. Uh, there was some some other boys and girls there. He had a fun time. Uh, went outside for a little bit, and he basically played monkey in the middle with him with the football. So got him nice and tired, nice and worn out. Uh, but it was it was nice because the the wedding was in town, so or like in her hometown. So whenever he was getting fussy, it was time for bed. 
we went home, put them down. Grandpa stayed, and then mom and dad went out and got a little crazy, wild and crazy. Which wow, man, I that is the first time I've done the full wedding. I mean, it it had been you know at least eighteen months or so. Just the physical, like how how sore I was the next morning from dancing, sweating, only drinking alcohol for like eight hours. Like, man, I was uh feeling a little rough on Sunday, Fe- feeling almost 30. Oh, that's uh it's a special feeling, Clark, to realize you're just washed up. Not washed up, just you know, not in I, I've been I, I've been trying to cut back my drinking so i'm not in great drinking shape so you know it just it it happens it happens but still was able to uh you know get myself together and play a little old man basketball league last night first time i didn't take a charge all year so the streak is dead that's good now that you're on a one game no charge streak you should see how long you can go without taking another one we still did uh get the w though down 18 in the first half came back and won by a dozen so yeah so I miss I miss basketball games. I mean, I miss pickup basketball suffices, but also just good old fashioned clock score, come oh. from behind some of the you know free throws to close it out. All that. Oh stuff. man, I hit my free throws. This I was like four, uh, five of six. Ah, just felt good. Felt especially because they were they did that first half thing where you just don't miss a shot ever. And it's like, guys, I mean, they're going to miss eventually. And, of course, they did. And uh, water found its level. We got that win. So, good times. Underrated sports feeling going two for two from the line. Yeah, yeah. Especially, oh, what made things even more interesting, too, is uh, my uh, my old high school girlfriend was there for the first half. And oh! I just, uh, yeah, I balled out. Was balling out. Oh, like, my gosh. Look, look what you've been missing. Outback girl? <laughs> Oh, Outback Girl, yeah. <laughs> wow, good day, mate. Did you get did you <laughs> if you got like an N one where you like throw another shrimp on the bobby? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome. And just uh, the obvious sense that you, you felt the need to tell us that means it's definitely on your brain. And I'm I'm worried about how things are at home with Brooke. No, no, they're good. But, you know, you just get that old like, oh, man, she, she probably ain't even been back here since I was in high school playing. So naturally, I, I did see if I could still dunk in warm ups uh, closer than I thought, though. So maybe I can get one in before before I actually do hit 30 and my body just capsizes on itself. So you went for the Duncan warmups because she was there? Yeah. No, I mean, I usually do too, but I was, of course, you know, going to bring my A game. Like, that's what you do. Big time players, big time plays, big time games. So the, uh, the guy who says he got sore from dancing at a wedding is also trying to throw down in front of his ex high school girlfriend and layup lines. I'm a it. very complex, complex human. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can't. I, uh, one thing I'm not doing, though. <laughs> I, there, there is a limit of my try. Like I didn't, you know, second half rolls around. We're kind of winning. I'm like, all right, guys, you got this. Um, because back to back weeks, one of my friends tore his Achilles last weekend in this league, and then some guy yesterday, he was just being an idiot. I mean, you, they were down ten with like two and a half minutes left. He's trying to press, and he went aerial at like half court while the guy was driving and got his legs taken out from under him. I don't know if he messed up his knee badly. He acted like he did, but if he ends up popping something in his knee, it's like, guys, we, we you, you should not be trying that hard down 10 to press and blowing your knee out. Like 
there, there's a, there's definitely a part of me that knows when to hold them, knows when to fold them. And uh, I definitely was folding them with about 10 minutes ago. I'm like, you know what? This all pushing and shoving stuff. I'm worn out. You guys got this. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So it was just on the, it was on the fast break or the press that it just, somebody got taken out. Yeah. I mean, he was midair and so, it's almost like when you pump the, fake somebody and then you kind of flip them like for a layup, except this was at half court because the guy was just dribbling by him. He gave him like a head fake and then went by him and then passes somebody. We got to open layup. It was, it was very bizarre. So hopefully he's okay because it's always a bad time to blow your knee out as an adult, but especially when you're losing by 10 with two minutes to go in a game. Did they, so the, the losing team was the one who fouled hard. Yeah. 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 That's always annoying. Well, and they didn't even call the foul because it really wasn't a foul. Like he just left his feet and went by him and he got taken out. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm, just one of those situations, huh? Yeah. 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 So hopefully yeah. he's okay. Hate, hate to see uh, old men go down with bad injuries. Yeah. That does just sound like, you know, even if I'm a little sore from a volleyball game or whatever it may be, uh, my, I don't know. I think I, I said this either on a Patreon or show or whatever it was, but after the cornhole tournament, my feet were sore the next day, you know, just old man stuff. I couldn't imagine <laughs> having to like go under the knife because, oh gosh, I, you know, I extended too far in a volleyball game or something like that. So that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be fun. Not ideal. No, no. Luckily, uh, the, the guy who tore his Achilles, he, it was his left hand or his left foot. So he can still drive, but just, uh. oh gosh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 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 Cause, uh, another one did their right and worked in Lexington two days a week and had to have his wife drive him to and from, <laughs> you know, like, Ooh. I mean, just, ah, uh, man, terrible. Yeah. Uh, Take care of your, your, your physicals and your mentals. No, no kidding. Physicals and mentals. All right, let's take our first break. We've got a lot to get to. I didn't get to talk about the player arrest story. More details come out from that WDRB with a story of anonymous students at the party and what they had to say. We'll, we'll obviously need to discuss that as well. And then we need to some, yeah, some breaking talked. news. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk stoops as well. We had the scrimmage. Um, we had, and then we'll need to talk about the news that kind of came out last night, leaking information regarding COVID policies at Kroger Field. We'll get to that. We got a lot of text to get to. It's going to be a jam-packed show. It's good to have the gang back together. You're listening to KRC here on oh, Big X Sports huh? Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call. Here on Big Radio, 96.1 FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Monday morning. We appreciate you tuning in. I think a lot of people know about Big X Sports Radio and hear about Sports Talk Radio. They think of the AM dial. 
Roush, I it, it it's embarrassing to admit, but I, some of my U of L friends are starting to tune into the Big X for the Mike Rutherford show, mm-hmm. and I, I'm happy to have their their ear earballs listening to our station, and that's kind of led them, I think, a little bit more on their commute in to see what their old buddy TJ's spewing, and I don't think they probably listen all that long, but I've, I've had a couple people say this that. Yeah, you know, sometimes that I, I, it's kind of weird how the AM dial in parts of town, it doesn't sound great, or you go under a telephone wire or whatever it may be. And uh, there's some truth to that. There's some, some spots of town where the AM dial is not, not the strongest. Uh, there's other parts where the AM dial is as clear as, as any station in town. But I had to remind them that, Big X Sports Radio on the FM dial as well, 96.1. And it is very clear on 96.1 FM. So uh, if you are driving around and you are you didn't know that, you hear me kind of just say 96.1 really quick, or you don't maybe you, you didn't know what town that 96.1 was in, it's in the southern Indiana in Louisville and surrounding areas. I've even gotten in different counties in Kentucky. So 96.1 FM. If uh, if the if the AM station isn't doing it for you, Roush figured I'd just give folks a heads up on that. Good, good. Glad you're letting our listeners know, keeping them uh, keeping them on their toes. Now, I, they also need to know about the diamond buying event of 2021. Of course they do, because there is no bigger or better event than the diamond buying event of 2021, where at Genesis Diamonds, 20% off GIA certified diamonds. So good, you'll be shopping next to the jewelry store owners. It's that good of a deal. Now through Sunday, you get an extra 20% off GIA certified diamonds. It's an offer that will not be beaten, and it will not be extended after Sunday. So go and save yourself 20% on a big diamond ring. That's Genesis Diamonds on Shelbyville Road. Next to Trader Joe's. Okay, Roush, I, I, you, you lead the way. Where would you like to go? Spin the wheel of topics. Well, I, I'm, I'm curious where you want to go because we haven't had you weigh in on the charges for the six Kentucky football players, and we did have that anonymous story come out on Friday. So there's that. Or I, I'm curious, you were very worried about mask. I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on the, the news that broke last night. So I, I actually want you, I, I don't know which one you would prefer to discuss. Well, let's just, I mean, the let, let's talk about the players and let's just kind of get it over with. Cause I bet everybody's heard opinions on that and, and thoughts on it. And then we, I guess we could talk kind of transition it over into the WDRB, but we obviously we had known something was up. I, I, I didn't know the specific details, Roush. I'm sure there were some whispers or people had an idea of what was going on. But when you hear of a college kid in trouble, this is in the in the folder of potential things that could have happened off campus and altercation. It's getting into it at parties, that sort of stuff. It's it's not the first time this has happened. It will not, unfortunately, be the last time that it happens you kind of just follow along with what UK does in that situation. They had an internal review. They, they had the, the school kind of did something themselves. They, they did their own investigation to the point where Kentucky felt fine bringing the players back. When was that Roush in June? Yeah, they, um, 
I think it was 11 weeks total that they were not with the team while this, while they were fact finding uh, and going through the J board, which um, I'm guessing your fraternity went through when they got kicked off of campus. But uh, J board, that was like the, uh, oh, you didn't, you didn't want to have to go to J board. That was a big, big, whoo. I'm pretty sure they did. It was actually the, the, the organization in Indianapolis that removed us. So it wasn't, oh, even, so it wasn't even UK. Wow. It wasn't technically UK, which made it like made that even worse. Cause UK was, they, they were, they had a short leash and they were very strict, but they weren't even the ones to deliver the, the death blow. It was the, the head honchos, which was weird decision for an organization that wants that should want to make money but i guess neither neither here nor there yeah so they and then i guess what i the one thing that i was a little confused about is like so charges were just pressed against them yeah or they just had their months later yeah so they, that's they didn't that's, they, is, they didn't even have cops like like when cops showed up to break up the party nobody was apprehended at the time or you know like even put in cuffs and like, yeah, because you know that that'll happen. You'll have guys that they'll, they'll cuff you, but then they just let you go, kind of deal. They didn't, they didn't obtain anyone or detain anybody at the top. Yeah, so th- that's where I was confused. And between the lake and service and whatnot, uh, I, I tried to read up on everything I could yesterday, but that was just one answer that I couldn't really get figured out was like why why were these charges coming now not to say that they shouldn't or they shouldn't happen uh, I, I i think they probably do need to get to the bottom of what happened with all this stuff but why yeah. were the charges just now filed well and and also the i think the biggest question that everybody has from you know this is motive free is what <laughs> what happened between now and that that committee or this the student like the yeah. j board committee you know did did that, that you would think something new would have to come to light to file char- to press charges because i think for a lot of folks the part that seems maybe even more suspicious is like you know this happened in march but we're march. waiting until two weeks before the season starts like i it just it just seems odd like i don't i don't know what it is good all right because <laughs> yeah. that, that's how it felt for me and just being out of the loop and i, I wasn't 100 100 sure everything that was going on with the situation, but it does, it does seem odd. And then transitioning and transitioning over, you got to read the WDRB story with the anonymous students, three different people spoke, I think with Eric Crawford and they told pretty jaw dropping story that again, for it won't be the last college fight between student athletes, fraternity people, or just, you know, college students in general, that stuff does happen. But this one takes it a little bit further when you're talking about, uh, I I don't know if everybody has the same picture of like college fraternity parties and in their head that I do, but they're pretty like, they're not quite what movie portrays in terms like college kids just don't have that much money to have all of the cool stuff that they have there. But in terms of the crowd of people that sometimes isn't over exaggerated, like fraternity parties could be, or just regular college parties could be shoulder to shoulder. I'm sure some folks went to high school parties that were like that as well, where there is a ton of people. So the visual of, a bunch of frat bros on one side of the door trying to hold it shut as a bunch of football players on the other side of the door try to break it open in some weird game of tug of tug of war that's 
not normal. Like that's yeah. not something that would go on. Yes, there'd there'd be altercations. There'd be people fighting over girls or pushing and shoving. Somebody accidentally shouldered somebody in a crowd. That always cracked me up, Roush, at bars or at parties where it'd just be shoulder to shoulder, and then somebody would get mad that you'd bump into them. And it's like, like dude, what do you expect? We're, we're, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Casper. I can't just go floating over top of you, buddy. All right, get over it. Everybody's bumping into everybody. Just don't act like such a hardo, and it's a, it doesn't have to be a big deal. But that so that's not normal and the reports are they broke in literally broke basically through a door and then they started pushing and hitting girls according to these three anonymous yeah, college yeah, yeah. students uh there there was that they according to them allegedly Vito had a gun it was very visible and then after they left the eventually after they got outside the house they pointed the gun at somebody that was trying to get girls into a car to get them to safety or get them home. It was, it was a lot. Like it was a lot going on. There was a bunch of different right, side right. fights going on. It basically the football players just kind of were going and picking and choosing who they were going to beat up. And then they'd go move on to the next one. They paint, they paint a, they paint, paint a pretty gruesome scene Roush in, in the sense of like, all right, this is more than just like your college altercation. This seems mm-hmm. somewhat meditated it certainly seems wildly violent. It, it almost sounded like professional, like they're just moving like a like an action movie where you're just all right, we got to clear the room, you know. And yes. Like yeah. The, the and the part for it that really the, now this goes back to um you know, like why aren't we hearing this or that? Um this goes back to the beginning where we're saying so what 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 changed within the five months like if if this if this story if all of this rings true and like Vito's just punching girls in the face which is kind of what they like wouldn't there wouldn't there be you know like a picture that you would put give to the police and then they would press like assault charges you know what I mean like that and then if there's three people talking to Eric Crawford then how come there's only one talking to the police? You know, like there's just a lot of things that, that don't add up for me. And, and, and well, and that's not to say that I don't believe these people's, uh, this is their story. And, and we don't even know who they are because they're, they, they would only talk because they're being anonymous, but based on their tale, they're, 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 and they said it started a week before, basically they, the football players came to the house, look into party, do whatever, and then they acted like, according to these three students, that the student athletes felt like they weren't invited to the party because they were black, and that's why they were kicked. They they were kicked out of the party or asked to leave. The three students said that had nothing to do with it. Um, they even hit Eric Crawford with the "We have black friends," which is oh always, yeah, uh, that's when you know there there's definitely not a. <laughs> Yeah, we have black guys in our fraternity, so we can't say inappropriate things. Which, and that got to, uh, I don't know if you watched Stoops's press conference on Saturday. He was incredibly candid about the situation. Uh, in he said, you know, we're withholding the guys from practice for right now. We got to see if there's more things that we didn't learn uh, from the last time. You know, we take things seriously, blah blah. And he got actually asked about the racial component of it. That yes, uh, somebody you know, allegedly called them the N-word. And Stoops got like, I don't want to say testy, but there was a point, like he he didn't go out and say that, but there was a sense in that 
hey, these guys, you you've heard other stories. They haven't been able to tell theirs, and I'm I'm willing to go to bat for my guys. That was kind of the vibe he was getting off. So I I just uh, that that's why the WDRB story. I'm very, uh, you know, it's only one side of it, and and if, it, it 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 is it is only one. I didn't know Stoops had that reaction. I had missed that. That that's yeah. interesting. He kind of he kind of had to like. All right, I I need to stop talking. He <laughs> I think he even said that to stop uh, towards the end because he you could tell that like he doesn't believe that because like you know the fraternity was suspended for it and that was not that, that was not the only reason they were suspended there's been other stuff so i i think i think personally he's been dealing i don't you know i don't want to just mitigate it by saying he's just been dealing with this for months and months but i i, I think he's a little uh he's he's willing to go to bat for his guys because he's heard their version of the story and doesn't believe that they did, you know, I, I, I think he's got his guys back essentially. Yeah. It, it seems that way. And, and, and I at least feel like I should say this and I'm, I totally am of the belief if you play stupid games, be prepared to win stupid prizes, but even like things can be mutually, mutually true. Again, we don't know all the facts and, and maybe we never will truly learn all the facts, but you, you could have a bunch of frat bro total DBs that are saying super inappropriate things that deserve to have them, you know, uh, you could see why people wouldn't take exception to the things that they were saying. That being said, though, it also could still be criminal activity to break into their house to teach them that lesson, if you will. So, like, it's it, it's on the one hand, it's like, oh, well, boy, that's not good. It could still also be that's not good, but also the response was not good either. So, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Obviously, what happened? I don't think anybody really does. Uh, it it seems like Roush maybe just kind of looking from the outside here, which is very clearly what we're doing, but maybe the cops thought that there was some truth to uh, the racial components of the evening. And they could have, and the reason why it was such a quick and somewhat unprofessional investigation that night was because like, listen, you all kind of messed up. They got super mad about it. It was a college fight. Why don't we all just kind of move on and go our own ways? And, and this doesn't have to be a huge, big thing. Well, sure enough, it's turned into a huge, big thing. I've got even more thoughts and takes on it. Uh, a few, uh, another thing with the Eric Crawford story, and Eric Crawford has forgotten more journalism than I have ever, ever learned in my mm -hmm. career. And he does, he does great work, but like he mentions in the story, we haven't gotten the nine one one calls and stuff like that. Right. I, I feel I felt like he'd probably wait till he had those things to publish that story. And as you alluded to earlier, if we're talking about dozens and dozens and dozens of people, we're talking about 911 calls and potentially body camera footage of Lexington police or, or UK cell phone police cameras, uh, like the, cameras, there's, there's... videos. Like we, they, they said WDRB said they got pictures of the people with bruises, the people that got beaten up and stuff like that. This should be pretty easy to figure out whether or not their story is true or not. Let's hear the 911 call. Well, I, you know, not to say I have to hear them, but let's let them out. Let's let them get out there where we can kind of get the truth. It seems like there were so many people involved, Roush. This would be pretty easy to say, aha, this did happen. Look at this. Look at that. Or at least it happened close to the way that we told it. Um, or 
this this was blown out of proportion. It didn't have it didn't go down this way. Just too many people involved for it to be this ambiguous, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And as one uh, one Facebook commenter on the KSR Facebook page, man, like shout out to these kids for living in the moment and not one single person having their phones out to record any of this. <laughs> Uh, I, I thought that was a funny, sarcastic remark. It would be like the first time in uh, when, I don't know, 15 years that a big, big altercation wasn't filmed by somebody. Right, right. It it, it just, it, it, there's something that's just off about all of this, and the quicker it gets resolved, the better. Um, because, like we said, the timing of it, it's very odd. It's like a winger, something just to hang over Kentucky's head going into the season. And as we mentioned, I mean, like these are guys who all could contribute to the team. So I don't know. They got arraigned on Friday. They're going through the discovery process this week. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, I don't know how long it would take to resolve an issue like this. But you, you, I, I know on Kentucky's for Kentucky's sake, they would much rather like, all right, this has been almost six months of this stuff. Like, let's let's get let's move forward. Let's let's reach some sort of resolution. My guess is, and just a total guess, is, is that this stuff gets dropped and I, what ends up happening with the players and whatnot, I, I I don't know. But it just it seems a little too spotty for these some of these guys to, to get in legal trouble based on what we know. But again, maybe there's evidence, maybe there's stuff out there that, that we haven't seen. Right. But let, let, let's say that stuff does come out, right? It's like the evidence is there and some of these players do get charged and they get in trouble and – uh, and at that point, UK's got to got to move on, and with some of them, I don't know about all of them. Again, we we could cross that bridge when we would when we get to it. But then there'd be some questions about like what was the deal with this UK internal investigation, and like how how could they be so? Let, let's just again playing the other side of the coin. Let's say these three students that talked to WDRB, their story was accurate. Then. What what I mean? What the hell happened with that UK internal investigation? And then whether or not different people have different could could fall on different lines of this argument, and I'm all right with that. But like that point, they're starting to kind of add up with incidents with Stoops being the head coach. And no, that's not to say like any punishment or UK would need to move in a different direction. But you would start to say, like, all right, it's it's not looking too great from the outside at that point. Between the assistant coaches, obviously, and then this isn't the first player interaction. And I do think it is worth remembering and mentioning that Stoops has been here a long time. And at any point, Roush, he's it's responsible for a hundred, yeah, you know, <laughs> that many kids. It's tough to not have some of them stray and do silly and stupid things, and we've seen it happen. But you'd at least have to start seeing what he'd have to say about it. Of course, we'll, we won't ever get any comments from Mitch Barnhart because he's never going to talk again. No, he he will go to the, uh, you know, the K-Week activities, though. I'll show up for those. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No but reporters yeah. at the K-Week activities. First, uh, first day of school today for UK. Oh, First they, day of class, yeah. They started on Monday. I, I thought they started on Wednesdays. Never, yeah. That's a, never have I ever remembered them starting on a Monday. Actually, so, now man. that we're now that we're saying this, I think they re, like four years ago they went to a Monday, and now they have a fall break. Yep, man. I would have much rather had that. 
<laughs> oh yeah a million times over yeah fall breaks we really missed out on that it's not like we were i mean not like we were really doing too much on the sunday and monday night and tuesday night before school started no nothing at all like may- maybe one year you know that sunday night you do something but no not at all yeah i agree with you we got host yeah got absolutely hosed but uh hey good luck to everybody starting school today yeah, absolutely. Good luck. So obviously we'll we'll get more answers with this, but there's a million different avenues you can go down uh, based on what we find, what we don't find, what we learn, what we don't don't learn. The WDRB story though, super fa- just add like that's like adds an M Night Shyamalan like twist to this whole story. That like oh boy, like that's really bad if what they're saying is true. But as Stoops referenced, that's that's just one side to the story and, and we'll see what comes from it. Roush, from a football perspective, how big is it to to be missing these players? They're, all six were pretty highly regarded recruits uh, and three of them were in firmly in the two deep. Uh, I left that UK fan day practice probably impressed with Nobody as much as I was with Jatan McLean just because of his ability to catch the ball in the backfield. And it really adds a, a new wrinkle to, to Cohen's offense when you have a reliable pass-catching target that you can motion in and out of the backfield and also can run the ball well. So uh, we, we've seen Vito Tisdale knock the hell out of people. Andrew Phillips was going to be the second field corner behind Cedric Dort. So he was expected to get, I mean, rotate in and play 20 snaps 20 30 snaps a game so yeah these are these are pretty big pieces now if you don't have them for week one against louisiana monroe you know whatever it's fine but those are guys you you need to you want to have in your ready to roll against missouri because you're you're going to need all hands on deck so that that could be significant if they're not back by that all right yeah that's uh that's that's interesting and you you just you don't want this and you certainly don't want it this close to the season and that's why when we kind of talk about the 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 veto stuff back in the spring and what we were hearing and what was going on you always thought hey well plenty of time till the season starts whatever's going on hopefully it can get resolved and hopefully it's not too bad and then roush like you mentioned just two weeks before the season and whoa like now now you got a whole nother thing you got to worry about Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. it's unfortunate, and we'll see. I think that just should be the response for a lot of folks. Is we'll see, yeah. we'll see what information's out there. Uh, that those nine one one calls, you can get that stuff that that should be that could and should be released to the public. So we'll we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But not what you're looking for that close to a season, especially one Roush with as much promise and the expectations probably as high as they've maybe ever been for my life in UK football. Yeah. I mean, maybe they were pretty high last year before the schedule changed. Uh, But yeah, yeah, there's, they're about as high as, as ever. Yeah. So not, not what you're, not what you're looking for, but that's uh, still, still some time to figure things out and we'll, we'll, we'll just keep up with the information as it comes along to us. We want you to text on into the show 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. In hour number two, we will get to those texts. And then 
we don't have to spend a great deal of time on it. Certainly not to the point of like arguing, but we need to mm-hmm. talk about uh, the, the leaking information in terms of game days at the Krogue and what you may or may not need to bring with you to the stadium. And it may or may not depend on where you're sitting inside the stadium. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back. We'll talk about those things. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, Walker. Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We've got hour number two and a full text line to get to 502-414-1450. This is KRC, and we'll be right back. You got a gun up in your waist, please don't shoot up the place. Why? Cause I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby. Baby. Straight up, honey, really, I'm asking. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen on your Monday morning. It's a new week. It's a new day. But with football season this close, Roush, it's it's not Mondays aren't the worst thing in the world anymore. Nope, nope. Uh, They're actually pretty fun once, you know, we get to talk about the games and stuff like that, too. Yeah, absolutely. We we haven't even discussed high school football. We've got week one under our belts there. The St. Xavier Tigers are undefeated. No big deal, but we may get to that a little bit later on the show. Roush, it's not a Taco Tuesday, but a little business inside secret. You can get tacos on a Monday at Salsaritas, as a matter of fact. Yep, you can get tacos. You can get nachos. That's the way I like it because they have the most wildly addictive chips in America. So good that it makes you it, it makes you can't really enjoy another chip once you've been to Salsaritas. They're they're that good. Try one for yourself at either one of their two locations. Uh, they've got one in St. Matthews, one in Middletown. Uh, they're hiring, so go out there, get paid to be around that delicious food all day. And then Terry, the other thing that you, I don't think you learned this before you left for your weekend getaway. They've got a nacho tailgate table ready for football season. And I can't think of anything better at a gate three tailgate than a nacho table tailgate. Oh yeah. You're higher than Trevor on a Wednesday. If you don't think that I'm going to be bringing the table tailgate to gate three it is they they are making tailgating just as easy as possible. And Roush, I love a good tailgate. I love all the different foods, but I, I hand up, I'm not gonna be the guy that's gonna be dragging a grill or propane tanks or right, this right. or that. It's so much work. It is. And again, we need you all. We de- like the people that do that, we do need you. And you all are great and you're heroes. I'm not I'm not gonna be that hero. I'm gonna well, you know what? Or am I or am I? Because I'll bring the salsaritas, and it's I'm not going to have to drag around anything. They put it all together on one easy-to-carry little bag, really, and then you can spread it out. You can do what – what once you're ready to unload it, you can do what you want, and they actually have a bunch of different cool ideas and strategies for that. You can lay down a bunch of tinfoil roush on this big table and basically just make it BYO nachos, as in you just pick up the nacho you want, you dip it in the thing you want, and then it's all mm. right then and there. Man. You can do uh, a little more of a 
hey, just we'll have spoons and the things and you dip it out and you grab the chips you want for it if you wanted to go that way with it. They're just making it easy for you to be able to feed a lot of people deliciously, wildly addictive chips. All right, that's what Salsaritas is doing. So you can do that on the app. You can remember, download the app. You're going to save yourself some money. And don't forget, if you want catering, to call 502-356-9468. Two locations in Louisville. Middletown has a drive through St. Matthew's, newly renovated interior. Both have patios, uh, so you can sit outside. Salsaritas, they've got it going on. Man, the best of the best. TJ, when you go to that tailgate and bring your salsaritas, are you going to need to bring a mask as well? Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> so, Roush, why don't you tell me the what KSR is hearing? So, according to my boss, he is hearing that Kroger Field will, will require masks indoors on elevators, in restrooms, and quote-unquote crowded areas, but not in individual suites. So, uh, if you're uh, I'm speaking, inside, I mean, I'm speaking. except... If that's true. There's no... there. There's, maybe that was... Like, I don't doubt that that's what, what you all were hearing. But, like, that's not going to be what it is. There's just no way. There's that's no such way. that's such a slap in the face to normal people. You all can't even get beer, and then now you've got to wear a mask, but people in suites don't. <laughs> and, and the idea that, like, hey, crowded spaces. I mean, everywhere's a crowded space at we'll, a 60,000-seat we'll stadium. We'll tell you where a crowded space is, but one place we know where it's not crowded, in the suites. <laughs> and guess what? People in suites shouldn't have to be mandated to wear the mask if they don't want to. So that I'm not I'm I, I'm I'm worried that what's going to end up happening is they're just going to say, well, you know, we were going to try to make it this place and this place, but you guys are right; it may be too hard, so we'll just do one big universal masking thing. When in reality, it just seems like it'd make total sense to, hey, if you want to wear it, go on and wear it, buddy. That's all you. But uh, if they're saying indoor, would that mean walking into the stadium's not indoor? I mean, for 98% of people. So, theoretically, could the average fan, if they're not deemed to be in a quote-unquote crowded space, never have to wear their mask in the stadium? Wait. I'm, my my head's in a pretzel of logic right now. The, the, I, I got lost in the line of th in the Theoretically, line of th couldn't the average fan not have to wear a mask if their seats are not deemed in a crowded space? Because where, yes. where you're entering the stadium is outside. The concourse is outside. Your seats are outside. I guess technically the bathroom is indoors, but but as right. people pointed out yesterday right. on social media, who's going to be the goober going up to somebody at the urinal and saying, hey, buddy, <laughs> zipper down, mask up. <laughs> Nobody's uh, doing that. Yeah, and and it's also like a um, like just it, when you start making a bunch of exceptions to rules, it makes the rule just sound stupid. To begin oh, it's, with, oh, it's a stupid rule. All right, that's what I mean. So, like, you either go all or nothing. You can't have just this some sort of nimbly bimbly thing. UK. If you 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 could simply make it if you were 
indoors. It if you're in closed indoors, and that way you could even like make it where the in the suites, if they opened a window or something, they could get around it if they wanted to or something like that. But you can't you can't say some indoors, some not indoors, some outdoor yeah, crowded just... spaces, <laughs> some out. You know, like you are. I think you could do an indoor outdoor sort of deal, but you you can't you can't dance around it as much as they right, are. Right. And it's simply their way of saying, listen, we want to be acting. We want to act like we're doing our part and we're, we're contributing to doing what we can to, to make sure we're being safe basically. But we, we don't want to hurt our pockets. We ain't going to, we, we ain't going, we ain't going to dig too deep to, to make sure we're keeping people quote unquote safe. Uh, Cause we're not going to financially want to tick anybody off. <laughs> So, and UK's made it pretty clear over the course of forever, and and they're not alone in this, that are going to cater and make sure that the richest people don't have to follow the rules of the commoners. But with the mass stuff, that's not that's not going to work, period. And if, if they had the audacity to come out and say exactly that, like crowded spaces and indoors, except for in the suites, then you're it's kind of get it would get it would get pretty ugly yeah. uh, whether around the stadium in the stadium if not in the stadium then maybe with people not showing up it just it wouldn't be good so uh uk if you i, I sometimes think they use media members from time to time just to kind of get a a the reaction yeah. Yeah, yeah see how it's, it's your it's your like uh, test run mission failed don't do that don't don't do that well, no, well maybe mission accomplished in that okay these are dumb rules we shouldn't do them sure yeah. <laughs> yeah if you're trying to get a reaction from it boom you got your reaction bad yeah <laughs> not not ideal that, it was almost like a like you know kentucky had an onion yeah oh like a, yeah that'd be like definitely, an onion headline definitely sounds like that real rich folks don't get the covid yeah rich folks so, get drunk and don't get COVID. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it is absolutely outlandish. Uh, this be, seemed like a good time the athletic director come out and maybe talk about those policies because a lot of people, I don't know if Mitch knows this. He, he probably does. But a lot of people in the state don't live in Lexington, so they make their plans a little bit in advance sometimes. Yeah. And they may want to know – uh, all the pol- you know, the, the, there there should be some changes this year. I mean, at least from last year, it's going to be different. So it'd be nice to maybe have the director of the athletic department to come out and speak on those changes. Maybe answer some questions from folks that are are confused about how things may look in what Roush? We twelve days away. Uh, yeah, yeah, or no, I mean, yeah, twelve days away would be good to know. Twelve days away seems like that's not really a tall ask it's right around the corner again a good chunk of this fan base is traveling into the city just let people know what they need to expect it's it it really is just hilarious i'm a little surprised i I mean i I don't know i think people think i just have a shtick with uh with mitch barnhart because of the of the beer stuff but i'm a little surprised more media members aren't like wait a minute he hasn't talked in like two months. It's almost the season. And now we're Morgan Newton days away from the start of the season. He still doesn't have anything planned to, to speak. Shout out to Morgan Newton. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Morgan Newton. That's back to back days. I think we've talked about Morgan Newton on this show. Good. You all talked about him on Friday? Briefly mentioned it. Uh, we, Ryan Mazakowski got brought up. Nice. So, yeah. 
Yeah. That was like when we were, had too many good quarterback options, you know? Oh, man, yeah. Great times. Great times. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll – that's just weird. Like, I almost – again, I don't – think he's made bizarre that uk would ever think that that could like fly and i <laughs> then again you they, know what though no it, it doesn't surprise me though i mean that's their attitude towards we all this. just we all just take it with the beer stuff so they theoretically why if they could do with the beer stuff why can't they do it with the mask fair enough yeah okay uh all right justin anything you want to add to that discussion i was just gonna say i went to the women's cup this weekend uh lynn family stadium Hardly saw any masks, and everything was a-okay. Yeah, Lynn Family Stadium doesn't have mask mandates. They they have – the bats don't. Uh, I, I don't know uh, why, what, like, a, a new what, season is starting. Oh, sorry, Rush. Uh, same – Little League World Series. Why are there only, like, 50 people there? They Every year, yeah, they didn't let fans in this year. Everything else is normal, though. Like, I don't – they were just like, all right, I guess we're just going to not have it. I, I, I didn't get that at all. That makes please tell sense. me, speaking of Little League World Series, please tell me you all have seen that kid from South Dakota or maybe North Dakota. I've, it was only just background noise whenever I was at. Yeah. Yeah. Gavin Gavin Weirs, I think his name, he's pitched 576 pitches since the Little League World Series started between districts and all that. Allowed one hit. <laughs> that's crazy this man has 100 strikeouts in like 37.2 innings unbelievable yep. how, are, how are they when he's not pitching that, that uh great question yeah that's uh that's that's the only issue is they've got such small their pitch count limits i don't know i don't know what they are now but i remember that was a big thing during the valley sports run is you just worried about uh oh you can't you got to take them out it's too many pitches Right, right. There's like an actual limit. Um, yeah, or I, I think, think they, it was on actual innings, but yeah. Well, I I think like you once you reach the limit for that inning, you could finish the inning, mm -hmm. but you couldn't go back out there. And then I think actually after Valley Sports, they got even stricter on the pitch count limits because I think they were like, uh, that kid just pitched uh, that went to like eight innings and he was able to still pitch or something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. I don't know how. I don't know. I. I, I'm, I'm not baseball nerd enough to know how much that can ruin a young kid's arm. I, I want to say it's like 56 pitches, 56 or 65 pitches they get. And then if they come out before that, they can pitch within two or three days, something. Yeah, Little League rules are pretty crazy and stringent with when it comes to pitchers. I do often think back to that South Park episode where they go to the Colorado State Championship for Little League. Mm -hmm. yep. And like the great Randy Marsh episode. Oh, yeah. And the whole thing is that like they, the kids are just miserable because their whole summer has been taken away by baseball. <laughs> and ever since really I saw that episode of South Park, I've viewed the Little League World Series differently because these kids are just little robots. Like they're all so good. And it's like, wow, I got to remember, these are only like 11 and 12 year old kids. And it's like, oh, well, they've been practicing a lot this summer. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. That maybe isn't a good thing. Like they've been practicing a whole lot this summer and they've been playing a whole lot this summer. And that is just uh, what? Probably five, six, five, five to six months of their childhood. Just boom, gone. But they'll remember it forever. So I, I don't think it's really that big of a deal. Well, and isn't that worth it when they get to miss the first couple weeks of school too? Yes, that's the that's the big one is they get to miss some school too. I remember being very jealous of the Valley Sports guy that got to miss like two weeks of school. Yeah, I, missing school would would be nice. I just I, I guess I 
look at it as like you probably would be sick of baseball, though. I think naturally you'd have to be. Yeah, I would be worn out from it as well. Yeah, especially the way yeah. they used to practice. Gosh, way too much. But uh, I'm not. I haven't gotten overindulged in my high school football, though, Justin. How was your uh, your 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 first call back on the on the airwaves? It was it was good. It was a little sketchy at times. I um typically when the season starts, my first broadcast is my worst, and then I'll just get better and better and better as the week goes on. So I feel like that was the case on Friday. But my goodness, Keontae Goodwin, guys, is so freaking huge. He was he was not even participating in warm-ups um, with the team, like, you know, when the linemen push against each other. Keontae wasn't even participating in that because Charlestown didn't have anybody that could, could even compete with him in that drill. So that was really interesting to watch. Yeah, he uh, he got ejected from the game, though. <laughs> he did, yeah, with like 35 seconds left. I was like, what are you doing? I didn't even see what happened. I wish I would have saw what, oh, what he I actually have, did. Hey, have you not seen the video? No, I have not seen the video. It's, okay. Are you familiar, Justin, are you familiar with Benny Snell's Music City Bowl ejection? I am not, no. It's It was just like a phantom. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, this one's just as, I mean... You know, it's, I it's egregiously bad. I kind of figured that it was going to be a bad call because I was I had my eyes elsewhere on the field, but I looked over um, and I saw Keontae next to one of the Silver Creek players, and the Silver Creek player was just sitting on his butt, and the referee just comes over and just tosses Keontae to the sideline. I was like, what the heck did he even do? And, I mean, the Silver Creek player wasn't on the ground like throwing a fit or anything. He wasn't trying to get up and attack him, which probably a wise decision, but. Yeah, I, d- I didn't think it was going to be anything yeah. crazy, so I'll have to look for the video. I, I just put it on the, the text line to you, Justin. Okay. But, like, essentially, they ejected him for kicking when the other kid tries to kick Keontae. <laughs> <laughs> like, he stepped over him after pancaking him, but he did not kick him. It was a very... Uh, there, we, we had some, uh, some reports. Big Money Mook lives nearby and uh, described the referees as a dog and pony show. Oh, um, God, yeah. Yeah, said they didn't know like signals to calls. Uh, it was just it, he described. He's like Southern Indiana football is. Uh, I forget his exact words, but like it's not even comparable to Kentucky high school football. Not uh, even I don't, comparable. I, I don't even know that I could comment on that because I've seen very little high school football in Kentucky. But yeah, I mean it was it was rough. I mean it was it's the first week forever. Not only was it rough for me, but it was rough for the players, rough for the refs, rough for the fans, rough, especially rough for the fans because it was like 90 freaking degrees. But, yeah, I mean, it, it'll get better as, as time goes along. But, yeah, the refs on Friday, not great. They, they uh, got to overturn suspending Goodwin for next week, right? They probably won't. No, those are the rules. You get ejected. That's, well, that's I mean, he we got it on video. That's just re- like the either the ref had something out against Goodwin or they got the wrong dude. Like they accidentally saw the wrong thing. That that is not worthy of an ejection first and foremost. Let alone one that carries a suspension for another game. Yeah, it's really dumb. <laughs> this may be this may be an unpopular take, but I would venture to say that Keontae is okay with it. Uh, just because watching him on Friday night. By all appearances, he, that guy doesn't want to be there. He's ready to go to the next level. He's he's done with high school football. That's just from my perspective. What I saw, he's that guy's ready to get to UK. Well, and it's wow. also like that's a ju- that's a juicy that's a juicy take. I mean, it's, like, he, he just what? How he much just, can he accomplish? Right, and, Justin, and that's the thing. Justin Taklin. Yeah, that's right. 
But yeah, no, I mean, Nick, that's right. How much more can you accomplish? You're you're competing a guy against guys that can't even hold a candle to your size. I mean, it's just let's get to the next level where I can compete with guys my size, guys my skill level, all that jazz. So I, I just I thought by my appearances, I didn't think Keontae wanted to be there on Friday. It, the 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 highlight video on Huddle is very comical. Like he, the first play is a screen, and he just hits a guy with one arm and throws him like five yards downfield. <laughs> I mean, like he can just abuse. Absolutely abused his opponent. So you know what I felt like I was watching on Friday. I told somebody this in the press box. He looked like when he was on the field, he looked like Michael Orr in Blindside. You remember in the, in the movie just how big yeah. Michael Orr looked they against just high made school? Made him look like three times the size. Yeah, of every that, other that's yeah. Keontae Goodwin and at Charlestown High School. <laughs> uh, Justin, but hey, I, if, if I had a nickel for every time when I was covering recruiting and saw like a five-star kid that just clearly was bored with what was going on. I'd have like a dollar and ten cents. It, it like I I totally believe your take. By the way, that that, <laughs> that, that could like some players. Uh, although you wish you could tell them like, hey, you get to like embarrass people. You're not ever probably going to be able to do that again. Whether it's an sure. SEC football or the NFL, like have a have a blast with it. Like laugh about it. Like don't don't think you're too cool for it. Like try to enjoy it, embrace it. But uh, easy easy for me to say as a somebody that's not good at sports. Right. All, right. All sports. <laughs> Um, speaking of good at sports, say next big win on Friday night Woo! there, Terry. That uh, it I, there was a, a moment there before halftime where in seventy one seconds there were four scores, three touchdowns and a field goal. <laughs> it's crazy, and what was even wilder is the quarterback stat line for you guys. Savori he had something like three, he had three passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns, but he only completed. I want to say seven passes. It was just Jeez. running it all over the place. Had like almost 200 yards rushing. Well, uh, I, yeah. I got to talk to some people very close to the football program on Saturday. And the the, the different people I heard from Gavin Wimsett is amazing. So that's yeah. dumb. Yeah. 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 They he, were all like, some... like, I think Stan X thought they played like pretty well, you know, and they're they're picked second in six A behind Mail. A lot of people think they're better than Mail. And Play them in uh, next week, so that'll yeah. be a big one. Yeah, that that'll be a huge one. I guess we'll find out sooner rather than later. But they were like, I think Stan X was happy with their game plan, but still won by thirteen and had thirty eight points dropped on them. And they just said Gavin was uh, the real deal. He, he's a really really nice player. So mm-hmm. that hurts, Roush. Yeah, yeah, it does. That would have been – think about how much we could have hyped that game up to if he was going to UK. So now hey, but just, how, how about the Wade twins over the weekend? They were dominant. Dude, Destin Wade's touchdown runs are just laugh-out-loud funny. They're kind of like the Keontae Goodwin footage when they're just running around guys. Because Destin had touchdown runs of 98, 80, and 75 yards. He threw for a touchdown. And then his brother, my gosh, Keaton Wade's a freaking monster too. You know, like they were doing the read option stuff and he was just eating people alive, like just absolutely destroying them. Had a nice fourth down stop as well. Nice sack. So, man, they looked really good Friday night as well. Yeah. So good to have football back. Good for the San X Tigers to to be one and oh. And gosh, is, do you think Trinity's new head coach is ever going to win a game? They gave up. 49 points in 2020 in 10 games. Uh, in 2021, they gave up 48 points in their first game. Mm, the post-Bob Beatty era. What'd they put up? 
Oh, they lost. They yeah, they were competitive, but it was lost. like a two touchdown yeah. loss, maybe. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Carmel's maybe good though. I mean, that's that's one of the best teams in Indiana. Yeah, Carmel, yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very good. Yeah. But um, it's also fun to make those jokes. Uh, and also shout out to Fred Calgill. Hopefully he's on the up and up. He got rolled up on during that game. I think he said they might not need surgery though. So that's good. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. That'd be that'd be great to hear. Yeah. Fred always, Calgill was at the uh, Charlestown game momentarily. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should have kept him there. Probably so. I All right, he's already showing videos of him like working his knee out. <laughs> nah, the grind doesn't stop. Yep, Big does day. not stop. All right, let's go to a break. We'll come back. More text into the show. Well, we'll start the text into the show. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. Uh-huh. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Stay out of my way, or you'll pay. Listen to what I say. How about I just go eat some hay? I can make things out of clay and lay by the bay. I just may. What do you say? In my shoes, my toes are busted. My kitchen says my bread is molded. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen on your Monday morning. Appreciate you tuning in as you head back to the office for another Work week, going to be really hot and miserable all week. guess that's why they call it the dog days of summer. No better time to continue to work on your golf game. Go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy and indoor AC golf simulators that will teach you more about your game than just going out and hitting the driving range or mucking it up on the course. It's right off Exit 4 in southern Indiana. Go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com. You can do lessons as well. Cheapest rates in town. Louisville and Southern Indiana. And by the way, only about a 15, 10, 20 minute drive, depending on where you are in Louisville. It's right off 65, really easy to get there and a really cool setup once you go inside the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. So check them out over off exit four, bobbycookgolfacademy.com to book your tee times, your reservations, your lessons, whatever you need. Go see Bobby. Only Only eight days left of the grandfather drink, by the way. Per sources. Per sources. Sources sources tell KRC. Um, Let's get to this text line, shall we, Terry? Sure. Uh, No fart Nick here. Uh, I have a brother-in-law's on Eastern Michigan. My vote is for the G5 team to follow. That's right, Terry. Uh, Luckett and I were picking a G5 team and hopping on their bandwagon this year. Uh, Eastern Michigan's a finalist along with Western Michigan, and then we've got some Mountain West teams in Nevada and Fresno State that were – we're trying to figure out which team will be our team, our second team this fall. Well, I, I said everybody has to have their matching team. I guess everybody has forgotten what team they picked. Mine's Western Michigan, so I've got mine. Okay, good, good. That's that's one of our candidates. I think I might prefer the matching. Some people are after dark. We've we've put it up to a fan vote, so and, and we've got quite a bit, a bit of good impact, good feedback. So we'll yeah, see how this all plays out this week. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's a good a good thing. Pick one. Just give yourself a little uh, a little smaller team to, to root for when the cats aren't playing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Should be should be a lot of fun. Uh, Texter says, "Did Blank and Spanker go from six to midnight when the story broke? See the guy that just tries too hard to be relevant. 
chill out, bro. Definitely something worth reporting, talking about, questioning. But to go in your room and shut the door to it goes a little too far. Um, I, I think it was my friend. Somebody was like, have you seen that? Looked at it. And he was like, you should, you should say something, blah, blah, blah. It was actually just kind of gross. Like what, like what a loser. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a loser. It, it, that, that's just like not normal stuff. Well, cause the thing is too, is like, I, I get that his shtick is just being the sheriff. You know, he's got to come in town and you know, he's Barney Fife, but like, there is a point where I don't know. <laughs> it's like a point of not no return, but it's just like this is this is this isn't this is too this is too much, buddy. Just chill out. Yeah, it, it's it it uh, it's not like not really even worth the time of day when it's just so weird. I guess yeah. would be a way to put put it. Um, not that like I wouldn't expect rivals to mention this stuff but the capacity of which he seems to be like enjoying it uh as much as he is pretty bizarre yeah because it's one thing when you're pointing and laughing at your team for like getting in trouble for cheating or like having hookers in the dorms like it's another thing when there's it's like a frat fight and you've got both sides you know point finger like it's a little bit different. A little bit different. They would be like the um, like. Remember when the U of L football players got shot? I mean, yeah. we didn't make fun of it until we got the ESPN graphic and like two guys were injured because of gunshot wounds. Like then you could just tweet out that picture and just say, "Oh, L one C four, You know, like, and you could leave it at that. It was it was nice. Clay. It was at least a little bit in better taste. Yeah, it's read, it's- read the room, Blankenspaker. It's it's it, yeah, and it's not that he can't like have his fun with it. It's just weird how much he enjoys it. I guess is where I'm at yeah, with it. Yeah. Um, a texter says, "Is there anything that sounds more racist than the anonymous student take? We have black people in our frat, bro, but when they came in, it was like a drive by." <laughs> just... Yeah. <sighs> It that I had not even seen that I, these texts I haven't seen at all. They were already, Justin put them on over here from the weekend, and then he has put them all. It's nice to have that back, but I don't have to work the text line well. Uh, so it's good to have you back, Justin. But um, I kind of I also was like that was an interesting quote. Uh, he they, the the anonymous person really did go with the the black friends quote. Yeah, it's usually and then, when and then I then the texts are. Brings in the drive-by part, which is yeah, they did. That's what they said. Man. Yep, definitely. I think there's a racial component to this. I think that's safe to say. Disney honeymoon guy here. The wife to be surprised. The wife to be surprised me with the wedding band made from the floor of the 2012 championship. Just had to share. Yeah, she copied off that guy that went viral a while back, but I don't care. I love it. Well, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I like that it says this piece was received and authenticated by Kyle Wilcher. I don't know how he can like authenticate the wood. Like I definitely play basketball on this floor, but I I I do think it it's also just a really cool band. Like the, Disney the honey Disney honeymoon guy got his wood from Kyle Wilcher. 
Texter says, roll call. Good Monday morning, boys. Hope you're ready for butt-slapping tinfoil hat text. This could be an all-time bad take myself. Let me start by saying outside of the veto gun allegation, the current charges feel like a joke. Please correct me if I'm wrong. And I hope and think they should be dropped. Should should they have done it? No, absolutely. But the allegations read like an argument that leads to tense confrontations. And the frat boys probably got their pride hurt and are trying to flex their daddy's money. And I mean, no offense to T. EJ anonymous sources now saying that the football players barged in wildly swinging and hitting girls. Really? I'm sorry, but it just sounds like a lot of malarkey for some boys whose pride got hurt. So they are trying to drum up some of the online sympathy gives off a big daddy's lawyers vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have a feeling that he isn't the only texture that shares that sentiment just from the timing of it all. Like, and, and again, when you're, when these anonymous folks are alleging so many people are involved, then let the, the truth should come out one way or another. So many yeah. people involved, either people are going to stand up and say, Hey, this has happened and it wasn't right. Or people are going to say it actually kind of went down like this, or they may say it was just so, it was such a muddied up, ugly night. I don't really know exactly what happened. I'm just going to kind of stay quiet on the whole thing. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You can't talk about dozens and dozens and dozens of people at a party. 911 calls, pictures of bruises and people being really banged up and not get a good idea of what happened when all the, all the dominoes fall. UK did their own little investigation. They came back and said, we, we feel like everything's all right. We are not ha- you know, they were out months and months. So they obviously weren't happy with everything well, that had gone on, but enough to reinstate them. So, yeah, I mean, to the point that the players weren't admonished, but the fraternity was. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so like, that's something we have to remember in all of this as well. Yeah, and I, I, that that I'm sure you all have probably written about that, but that needs to be out. That you know that should be out there too, just not the anonymous story. Which right. I'm not blaming WDRB. You all shouldn't either. I'm not blaming Eric Crawford. A little surprised they didn't wait till maybe they heard one way or another on the 911, or until they got the 911 calls because in time they would have to, or at least you know. You would think the FOIA, yeah, like it would come. Yeah, you'd be able to but, get. But again, Eric knows a hell of a lot more about journalism than I do. So right, right. that texter says, TJ, if I ever got to the point where you become bald, would you just rock the Roush look or would you get a hair transplant? If I ever became bald, 100% would get a hair transplant? No questions asked. No, I'm not getting a hair transplant. I'm a, I'm a human. There's been uh, humans for long time. There's been other ones that are bald. So I'll, I'll, I'll be all right. Yeah, and there's also a degree at which – there's no return on a hair transplant. Like if you're just like kind of light on the crown of your head, you know, you can add a few and nobody notices. But like if I get a hair transplant, they'd be like, what the hell? Roush? Sometimes they're like, and you know, everybody can do what they want. It's their own body. And, uh, but like, I just, people that always are doing hair transplants or stuff like that. It's like, you're not, you're not going to stop aging. Right. I think uh, Ponce de Leon never found that fountain of youth. So it's going to come one way or another. You can only keep up the charades for so long, unless you're just like stupid loaded, in which case, you know, go for it. In all fairness, I know a guy who's got the complete horseshoe around his head. The whole top of his head is bald. He gets he gets hair transplants, and it looks looks like he never lost hair. It's pretty impressive what they can do. 
So he, he got so he filled out the horseshoe. Correct. So now it looks like he's got a normal head of hair. Nobody nobody even knows that wow. he's got that. The Good nice thing about the horseshoe is if you're just wearing a hat, not, not, nobody's the wiser. Yeah, exactly. Well, he can he does that when he's waiting for his hair to get done. He he'll put on a hat and he's, he still looks normal. Yeah, yeah. I I won't. Whenever that day comes, I won't. I won't try to fight it. I don't know if I'll go the clean shaven. I guess it'll just kind of depend on on how it looks. But I, I don't. I wouldn't hate the clean shaven look either. That wouldn't bother me. So it does. It, it's it is. It's fine. I'm definitely not worried about it. <laughs> Another KRC show with Roush working and not TJ. TJ, are you considered part time or full time? Hey, suck it, buddy. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I, I do need to take this opportunity though to ask you if you saw what happened at Ellis Park over the weekend. Oh yes, I did. So, on I believe it was Friday, a uh, horse named Bold and Bossy, a filly, she bucked Miguel Mena off her mount while walking while going to the starting gate and then like legitimately just broke free from the track normally you know horse loose on the track they'll run him down they could not they could not wrangle her down and she ended up getting on i-69 i mean like went really far you know like uh i don't have the exact mileage around here but it was a 30 minute run uh that I mean, they were, she was like getting treated for cramps and given, uh, it was pretty dehydrated after going on this long gallop before they were able to wrangle her down. But that's not even the wildest part of the story. The wildest part is once they brought her back to Ellis Park, Ellis Park caught on fire. Her barn caught on fire. Luckily, she was, she was being treated for some minor burns. It wasn't anything too serious and there were no fatalities or anything. Only four horses were in that barn. But as soon as she gets back, the barn catches on fire and she gets burned. So maybe she was on to something. She knew. This whole time. Yeah. Animals know. Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Yeah, they say if you ever don't like hear birds or anything or see any animals, that you know, she's not good. Better get out of there. Yep, and she knew. She knew well in advance. I got to get the hell out of here. Ticking time. Uh, Texas. A texter says another massive negative with summer that doesn't get talked about enough. The damn mosquitoes. I'll literally just walk around in my backyard. I'll come inside with small bumps all on my arms and legs. So annoying. You can't walk around the yard without mosquito spray in the summer. Huge negative about the summer season. Well, in Louisville, you got to watch out for that West Nile. It's, it's always it's, it's always in, in my too. zip code. Always in my zip code. So it's in it's in Indiana too. Yeah, it, it seems like I think that it's in nine zip codes in Louisville or something. They found yeah, it. So most yeah. of them. <laughs> so it's. Uh, uh, I, I have been. So uh, I've been doing some research about to. Uh, I think I'm about to purchase a bat box, uh, put it on the side of the house to uh, help with the mosquito problem. Because we, we got bats around here, but need to have them closer to my backyard to eat up all those terrible bugs. Because Brooke gets eaten alive. I don't get them as much. Like I think I've had one bite all summer. They don't like me. I must taste bad. But now that Duke's getting them too, it's like, gosh, we got to do something about this. Yeah, I had, uh, there's a lot of bats and there were some bats in Kentucky and Louisville that had rabies. So be careful for that. And I have some bats in my backyard. We have mosquitoes, but the same with me. I don't really get bitten too badly. It seems like more spider bites for me, like that I'll notice or be itchy or whatever. I had to, the, the last night of the bachelor party, I had to sleep outside, Roush. Oh, wow. You didn't get your own room? 
Well, I guess that's I, your way of getting your own room. I had my own room the first night. I, everything was fine. Second night, my my bedmate was just snoring like you wouldn't believe. Oh wow! It was rough, really rough. So I was like, I can't. I like, I, I'm you know, uh, if I don't fall back asleep, that's one thing. But like, I was just annoyed with the noises that he was making, and wasn't gonna like wake him up or anything. So. Just had to like find somewhere where I could not be around that. And then the only place that was open was this little couch on the screened in porch. And I was like, ah, it's actually really comfy. And then it was raining really bad because that part of the country got some really bad rain over the course of a few days. So it was actually kind of nice though. Like this little screened in porch in the middle of the night, pouring rain, storms. Uh, I enjoyed it. And luckily nice. it wasn't too hot. Uh, although a lot of weird animal noises all throughout the night. Oh man, that's I think kind of, big, that's, big that's foot, nice doing the screened in porch though, because then you don't have to worry about the bugs. You don't. It didn't have to worry about the mosquitoes or the bugs or the bigfoots, but I think there may be a bigfoot around Lake Barkley. Oh wow! I'll we just say that. Yeah. That's funny you brought that up, TJ, because I actually had to ha- had a similar situation on vacation uh, where the snoring was just out of control. So I actually went out on the porch that so was not screened in. Fell asleep for probably close to two hours, woke up covered in mosquito bites, so I had to take it inside to the couch. Yeah, if I didn't have the screen, I would have been hosed. There, there would have been no other way around it. But, um, it, it, yeah, ended up not being too too shabby whatsoever. It was, a, it was a fun time. A texter says, it's time to shave the beard, Roush. Uh, the wife likes it, so I keep it around. Normally, I, 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 I just keep it at a one, so it's not a whole lot there. But, uh, you know, you get lazy. It grows out sometimes. Yeah. Also, suck at texture. <laughs> um, another texture says, will next weekend be the greatest weekend to date? Opening weekend of deer season and college football is back? Good luck trying to get a hold of me. Man, that's got to be a long day, though. If you're getting up at like 3 a.m. to hunt deer, I guess it's perfect, though, because as soon as you're done, you if you if you, if you get one, you're dressing it, and then you're uh, you're off to watch your football. Yeah, like when it, do you, it times when up do you, well. When do you take a nap? Yeah, that's uh, man, you'd have to at some point, right? Yeah, I think you have to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Texter says Roush took baby Duke to a to a wedding. Have you been to an event yet where they tell you it's kids free? My wife and I w- were invited to a wedding that had a flower girl and ring bearer. But the reception was supposed to be kids free, and I have a friend who recently declared his house kids free. So I totally get the wedding part of it. I mean, you know, especially if they can be expensive. You know, you don't want kids running around the whole time. I get that. Um, the house declaring your house kids free. What a jerk! <laughs> That's a real like. Uh, yeah, you can't bring your kids out. Right? Like, well, you're just asking for me not to come to your house then. Yeah, but I, I think that's maybe what they're doing. Man, must be real. That's uh, a different lifestyle. I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. I could see a party being like, hey, no kids now. No, if, no, yeah, a if, party, but not like you can't, like we're watching football on Sunday. Don't bring your kid. It's like, well. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, and and even, a, with a, even with a party, if it's a friend and they, they're like, listen, I don't have a sitter. So it's either I can stop by this party with the kid or I can't come at all. You would hopefully be like, yeah, we don't care that much. We just don't want 15 kids running around this joint. Yeah, yeah. It's also, you just pick and choose who you invite over. <laughs> you that's know, true. all right, that, too, that's too, true too, too many kids. Yeah, yeah. right, exactly. Um, one Let's texter. 
go on uh says the timing of the charges seem off because some investigator is hitting back due to the black lives matter stance by the team see that's just bringing in things that are erroneous well and like that seemed to be a little hotter issue even back in march than now like even now yeah so wouldn't wouldn't they have you know really capitalized on that as well now that now that text being said again i don't doubt that like some 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 Things were said back and forth amongst this these people that led to the altercation that probably were not good, and um, and people reacted to that. So it's it, it seemed like a terrible situation, and let's just hope the the truth comes out, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. Another text says, "Sounds like the frat guy bit off more than they could chew and are salty because they took an L in their home court." Yeah, it's uh. And you, you would think that UK students would probably know the details on this stuff, or at least hear, hear the gossip of what's true, what's not true, you know? Mm-hmm. Which I am, I don't think I know any UK students. Oh, wow. We need to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. It's probably a good thing. Like, no, I, like I was trying to think if I had any, like, little cousins or something that could have potentially been – and I have cousins that are in college but not at UK that I know gotcha. of. Gotcha. Okay. All right, we'll get scoop elsewhere from UK students. A texture says the most Kentucky thing of all time would be the rich people can drink and be mask free, but you poor hicks better mask up and keep the alcohol out of your hands. Yeah, it's like when all like the billionaires tell us that we're ruining the planet with climate change. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh they fly yeah. their private jets with our six houses and our jets and all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, uh, our six cars that we use and all that. Yeah, okay. Um, but the UK is just not going to do that. I don't know why I keep saying that as if like they care about the optics of it all, but that would be really bad. They clearly don't care about optics. Right. Right. But that would be, uh, (laughs) Oh boy. Normally like I try to be like, Hey, UK fan base, let's not overreact or go crazy. But like with scheduling or jerseys or uh, a meaningless November basketball loss, uh, but this would be I, I think people would lose their minds. If you had if you yeah. had the if you did the mask and the alcohol, both on both. I mean, I can't even I can't even imagine. And also like that if they did that, that's a total situation where you don't have anybody telling you in the room that this is a dumb idea. You know what I mean? Like you that that's when you've got too many yes men around if they're not like Hey, Mitch, like that, this is a horrible, horrible idea. Yeah, uh, it's uh, cool. It's it's bizarre that that was even out there. But I again, I, I don't know why I keep saying this, but I'd be shocked if that's what officially comes out of UK just because they'd have to understand the backlash would be severe. A texture went, says, I went to an AA meeting and said, my name's Johnny and I'm addicted to Salsarita's wildly addictive chips. And they are addicting. Yeah, I guess like where the joke misses there is like it's an you, you said alcohol is anonymous. Yeah, not salsa is anonymous. Not wildly addictive chips anonymous. Exactly. Sources are telling me Barnhart will give away a thousand checkerboard masks to the first a thousand peasants in the stadium. <laughs> That's how how nice. What what a what a what a gesture. What a gift. Oh, John here. Good morning to all. Hey guys, glad to hear you all back together. 
hey, the WWE SuperSlam pay-per-view was great. Pacquiao looks like retirement's coming. He got shocked by Yugas. Looks like the rules stuff for a mask is crazy. I agree. If they're going to make you wear a mask, then stop adding different loopholes. Either have all of us put them on or don't. Crap or get off the pot, for gosh darn sakes. Well, got to go talk to you later. Mm, Thanks for hearing from me, John. Did not watch uh, the SummerSlam pay-per-view. Or the fight. Yeah. If you're buying... If you're paying money to watch Pacquiao do yeah, like, any sort of fighting, you're you've got money to blow. He's like 50 years old now, too. He's yeah. old. I don't know why he's yeah. still fighting, but hey, getting cashing those checks. So uh, I felt robbed. I felt robbed when I was watching him in his prime, let alone like when he can probably barely stand. Right. Exactly. Uh, Texas says perhaps what the frat boys meant was that the football players were hitting on girls and not hitting girls. Perhaps. Maybe so. All I'm saying though is if like. If my if I if it was my significant other, if it was my sister, sure as hell if it was my daughter, like if I find out that they're at a party and they were getting hit beat up, I don't care if it was football players or regular students, if they were getting punched and hit, then like I will gladly, you know, take the steps to have charges pressed against them. But it what but it's not any of the girls that are doing this. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I'm like in, in interested about because as much as that is, you could kind of make like a gender. There's an interesting gender dynamic with it. Like boys in college do fight, and that's not to say that charges shouldn't be pressed when there's fighting in college among boys. It, it they should. There's certain situations there should. Maybe this is one where it should happen. But like a, a, a college, anybody hitting a girl. That's yeah. That's like the, the, the most headline. The, the headlines words. of it. Yeah, I mean, the headlines of it are just, like, super, super grabby, and you know that people are going to get in trouble for that, and they've been rightfully so. So why why aren't these girls doing anything? And they should if they were. Like, they or why aren't their families doing anything? And, and maybe that stuff will come. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's where we get into a lot of the he said, she said, and it just gets... But that, but with so many people, like it shouldn't be so ambiguous. It should be like, okay, you said this happened. You said dozens of people were around. Let's let's get them on the phone. Let's just see, and you know they they can remain anonymous or blah blah blah. But let's just see what their their details of the story. If they were there, right? Like, let's let's hear what they got to say. It just seems like too many people not to know to find out at least the 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 gist of what happened. Right. Uh, Right now, we've only got you know, one of one side of the story too. So uh, put, put him more to learn. Um, but the quicker this moves along, the, the better. So uh, another texture who I guess was watching SummerSlam said, Brock Lesnar is back. Oh man, Mr. Lesnar. So was CM Punk. The, uh, the crowd was going nuts in Chicago. I did see that video. That was pretty cool. So the texter says, for those listeners who don't know me, I'm Johnny, TJ's brother, and Roush can suck it. Oh, wow, Johnny. I also forgot to mention that my brother, uh, he like took the mic just to thank everybody to come out to his wedding. And he he said that um, he just added, at my next wedding, <laughs> which That's is pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you had to choose between elementary school, middle school, or high school, what would you prefer subbing in for JCPS and why? Uh, definitely high school or nah, I don't know. I guess maybe middle school. 
I, I don't I don't know. I really don't know uh, probably enough about JCPS elementary or middle schools, but there are good high schools. I mean, there are some good JCPS high schools. There's some that aren't great, but there are some that are. Uh, so I think you could you could you could have a great education go into uh, any of them, I'm sure. Yeah, I just I, I think in high school, I it was probably best that I didn't have the anxiety of sharing classroom with the girl like girls and you know wondering about what you're wearing and just the, all that whole stuff that gets real awkward in high school uh, i i i would have been mu had my attention directed towards things besides school you know yeah but like you also made it through college right 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 but high school i feel like high schools there's a it's a much different like you know this is a different time the you know the whole girl girls mean everything in in high school yeah again i mean it's not like college was that much different in that regard and secondly roush like a lot of guys do go to co-ed high schools and they somehow do focus on sports or academics and not just girls okay well let me put it this way i would have been much more comfortable in my own shoes not having girls around like i would have i would have not been able to become myself my big goofy self because i would have been so worried about what girls would think about me kind of deal because i you know i was really uh um i really worried about what others thought in high school and that would have only been amplified if there were pretty girls in the classroom as well i have faith that you would have survived but i i understand what you're saying and i certainly didn't mind all boys but i'm sure having girls around would be fun too um but i hear you and it was nice being able to fart in class. I think being able to fart in class was pretty fun. I think yeah. at the end of the day, that's what we're all getting at here, right? Yeah, yeah. Just want yeah. to be able to rip big juicy farts. Uh huh. Robert says, "Well, fellas, I officially joined the Thirty Club today. Hey, happy birthday, Robert! Woo, you made it. Here's your chance, TJ. Take off the hex. Oh yeah. Hey, Robert. Guess what? Enjoy getting hurt, buddy, because now you get hurt." And Robert, you're gonna have that curse on you until you can maybe pass it out to pass it on to Roush. But uh, he goes on to say, "I know I'm disappointing my 15 year old self when I swore I'd never make it to see this day." Also, happy birthday to the late great Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, well, you made it to 30. You did it. And why not wow. 30 more? Woo yeah. Woohoo! You got this, Robert. And uh, it's Kobe Bryant's birthday today. Yep. 43. He would have been. Oh man, they miss. They got to miss out on the whole pandemic, though. So there's that. Jeez, August twenty third, nineteen seventy eight. That's just uh, sad that he's gone. I, I, there, there's a lot that I think he. I, I think the world would have been interested to hear what he had to say about. Yeah, man, and that seems like an eternity ago too. But it yeah. was not. Not that much longer. Oh, hey, you should watch that Malice in the Palace doc, Terry. It's good. I've heard a lot of people say that. I mean, I, I, I feel I like I watched it last night. I feel like I watched like I, I saw it all live. I've watched endless hours of like tapes on it and highlights. See, I, I, I forgot about the them leaving the court, though. I don't remember them leaving the court and the guy throwing the chair and all the oh, stuff yeah. they were dumping on him. I forgot about that. I'll, I'll, I will end up watching it just because like that, that was the talk of a like we talked about that for about three months like after yep. it happened people were breaking that bad boy down for a really long time all right it's good to have the gang back uh i don't know i'm sure there's gonna be some other stuff today i'm, I'm trying to think of what people should watch for 
I'm going to kick off lunch and then Churchill Downs. Got that. That's today? Yeah. Those are always fun. fun. Yeah. 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 Nice for you. You get to travel to Churchill Downs, get out of the South End, and and head on over to Churchill Downs. That'll be a good time for you. So, see, we'll get the updates from that. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Secretary. Everybody have a good day. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Big X.